Hey, everybody, it's Jacob Newton here, professional hockey player and mental health coach, advocate, all of the above. My good buddies over at Sports Epreneur and I did a podcast together about a year ago. And ever since then, we've been keeping in touch, creating content podcasts now. So if anybody out there is interested in doing the same, having their own podcast or want some type of content creation, don't hesitate to reach out to those guys at Sports Epreneur. They are willing and able to help you out. And after listening, don't hesitate in leaving a review. And then you'll get much more access to all of my content across the Sports Epreneur platform. Here we go, baby. Episode three of RAV with JLN Raw, Authentic and Vulnerable. And on today's episode, what I wanted to speak on um, is again, of course, under the microscope of mental health. Um, but today, in terms of relationships, modern day relationships, um, I think one of the most common phrases out there when people are single, not in a relationship, uh, one thing that a lot of them are saying is that I want to find my better half. Um, and so I wanted to speak on that today um, in terms of finding my better half. So, you know, if you're saying that, then chances are you're not full, you're not complete, right? You haven't potentially gone down that path of healing, of healing from our past traumas, um, you know, whatever that might look like for, for anybody out there. It's going to be different for, for everybody, right? With, of course, a lot of similarities. Um, so anyhow, so let's just say, for example, we're at 50%, 60%, whatever the case is, right? So now we want to find another 50%, this person to come in and kind of fill these voids, um, you know, from, from the things that we haven't healed from. Um, so one thing that's just very unfortunate about that is that subconsciously what's happening is that you're involving this other person in your stuff, in your, in your trauma, in your problems. Um, and if you haven't started down the path of healing, if you haven't, um, you know, have any type of awareness around your triggers, the things that make you sad, happy, angry, any of that, um, again, now you're just involving this other person in your stuff in your relationship. You know, in the beginning, of course, there's always going to be that beginning stage. Um, and of course, how long that lasts um, for every relationship is different. You know, it could be a week, it could be a month, it could be a year. Um, but what's happening is at some point, that's going to fade, right? That lust, um, that high energy, that, that excitement, right? That joy, you know, every single time you are with this other person, you're just going to be so high. But again, at some point um, in your relationship, that's going to come to an end. And then you're going to start, you know, maybe seeing some flaws in this other person. And they're going to maybe say things or do things that, you know, aren't in line with what's going on inside you. So, for example, you might get into an argument with, with your partner, whether it be boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, uh, you know, fiance, wife, husband, all of the above, right? Uh, so you'll get into an argument with them. And what's going to be happening is that you're going to be triggered. They're, again, they're going to say something that you don't like or they're gonna do something that you don't like. And what's actually happening on, on the inside is it's triggering you. It's bringing up um, <clears throat> some energy from the past, some past emotional impressions, something that happened to you in the past, but because it was your partner that triggered you, uh, you're gonna blame them. Um, and then it's gonna to lead to, you know, potentially to an argument. And again, the tension that that's gonna create in your relationship, um, you know, in that moment, and what happens, like when you're triggered, you're upset, and then you act out in uh, from that place of disturbance, from that trigger. Um, in most cases, um, at that point, it's it's not going to be something positive that's going to help the argument or help the 
health of this relationship, right? So again, the, the partner says something, it triggers you from the inside and you instantly put the blame on them because it was them that triggered you, right? Um, so again, that's just going to be happening all the time. You know, then that, that one argument ends, right? And then you go to the next day, the next few weeks and everything's great again. And then something else is going to happen. Another comment's going to be made or they're going to forget to take the trash out or forget to mow the lawn or X, Y, and Z. And it's just going to build and build and build. And again, if you don't have the awareness around this, around our past traumas and the, the things that we've gone through in life, you're going to always blame your partner. But in the end, it's, it's you. It's the fact that you haven't gone down that path of healing um, and taken a look at yourself, right? So you're going to blame, 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 but you're also going to put the responsibility on them. And this is all happening subconsciously if you are not aware of this stuff. Um, you're going to also, so again, you're going to blame, but then you're also putting the responsibility on them to fix you. But there isn't a person in this world um, that has that ability to fix you. There's many people in this world that can help you and guide you, but in the end, it has to come from you, right? And if it's not, if you're not being honest with yourself, if you're not taking responsibility for the decisions you make in your life um, and understanding that with every decision we make, there's a consequence, whether it's positive or negative, you know, it's on us to own that. Um, but I think all too often people aren't owning their stuff. Um, so I just, you know, I just encourage people to, to start now, uh, choose yourself and choose yourself over and over and over again, you know, go down the path of healing. Um, and I think unfortunately what happens is that, um, and, and it happened with me, but I think people wait for something catastrophic to happen in their life, some type of, you know, trauma, uh, you know, in their adulthood. Um, but I just think there's so many stories out there. There's so many people now that are starting to share you know, their experiences, their journeys. Um, and I would like to see more people using that as their wake up call instead of waiting to, you know, get into a car accident or waiting to be admitted into the hospital because you had a crazy night out of drinking and partying and doing drugs and all this stuff. Like, let's not wait until that moment. You know, for myself, um, I didn't start making any type of change until I unfortunately wound up cheating on my ex and her finding out. So that was, that was my kind of rock bottom. But um, I didn't use it as the bottom, you know, um, I used it as a stepping stones to get um, to where I wanted to be in life. Um, so again, you know, this is just a message for single people out there and people in relationships that, you know, unless you become aware of this stuff, unless you start healing, you're going to be subconsciously putting the responsibility on your partners to do pretty much everything to make you happy, to make you excited, to make you feel all of these inner experiences. And, they, and it's going to happen right? Um, but it's only going to be moments, right? So you aren't going to be able to fully see your partner for who they are. You're going to see them for all of their flaws because um, deep down in ourselves, it's not that we're flawed. It's just that we have things that we have to, that have to deal with. And if you don't deal with it, you're going to, you know, say, end this one relationship. And if you don't go down any type of path of healing in between relationships, all you're going to be doing is just repeating this cycle. Um, you know, it's, it's said that life is going to recycle our experiences until we learn the lesson. So if you're just jumping from one relationship to the next, to the next, to the next, who's the common denominator? Is it, you know, the partners that you had or is it you? Um, right. So again, I just think it's time for, for people to wake up and, and be honest with ourselves that maybe sometimes we are the toxic person. We always want to blame people because it's so easy to blame. It's very challenging and very difficult for many people to accept responsibility, to point the finger at themselves because 
in the end, if you do that, then you have to own all of your stuff and you have to then start down the path of, of figuring out why, why is it that I, you know, like the things that I do and dislike the things that I do, you know, preferences are, are positive experiences with our negative ones. Um, you know, so again, let's just, let's just go down that path and then you can get into a relationship. Once you've gone down that path, you can now get into a relationship where you're aware and then you'll choose a partner that is also going down that similar type of path instead of two damaged humans coming together and they're essentially the same person, right? They're zombie-like. They're just floating through life, not aware of the subconscious mind, not aware of their past traumas. And now one does something, the other one gets mad and they're just bump, bumping heads all throughout their whole entire relationship until one of them builds up enough strength to leave. But what happens, right? Um, in between the start of the relationship and the end, so many things can transpire in there. Kids can come into the equation, you know, buying a car together, buying a house together, and then you wind up getting separated or divorced um, or just breaking up. But now you've got a kid or two kids or three kids. And now the kids are unfortunately growing up in a broken home. And I think that's way too common in today's society. I don't think that's what marriage is supposed to be about. Relationships are supposed to be about not coming together, getting married, having kids, and then boom, 10 years later, you know, ending things because neither one of us want to just accept our stuff and work on our stuff. Um, and I, unfortunately, um, I'm a part of that stat. You know, I think uh, I was married very young, had two kids, and then at the age of, you know, 29, 28, separated. And now my kids are growing up in a broken home. Um, not that they're not going to receive more love. It's not a question of that, but I would, you know, I would imagine that my kids would prefer to be able to see their father every single day and be able to see their mother every single day. Um, you know, it wasn't their choice, but now through my inability at that time to work on my stuff and my ex's inability to work on her stuff, that was the consequence. So that's what I'm trying to say is that we all are free of choosing what it is we want to do, what path we want to go down or not go down, but we're not free of the consequences of those decisions that we make in life. Um, and again, all too often we make the decision, the consequence comes, but then we want to blame somebody else for the result of our own, um, you know, mistakes, whatever it is, you know? So, so again, that's just, you know, the message here on this one is just, you know, before you involve yourself in anybody else's life, um, and any type of situation, let's, let's work on ourselves. And I can guarantee you, once you go down that path, you'll get into that relationship, but that person will maximize you. I have found myself in an incredible relationship where my, my, my girlfriend, her name is Susanna. She's just unbelievable. And she's right there. She's emotionally available for me. And we have very similar thoughts on life. Um, and it's just such a beautiful connection. It's a deep soul connection. And then I think about the, the marriage that I had, it was nowhere near what this relationship was. Not that it didn't have its, its highs, but it had so many more lows um, than what I think uh, an ideal relationship um, should look like. It shouldn't be about one person healing and the other person not, right? Um, one person getting upset, blaming the other, and, but expecting the other person to change, change their ways because we're so, um, you know, insecure and not confident in ourselves. But again, we want that other person to change while we just what? Well, we, we, we become satisfied and stagnant in the relationship. And I think that's what happens too. You see so many people that, you know, while they're single, they're getting all fit and they want to look good. They want to look good in their, you know, wedding dress, or they want to look good in a swimsuit for 
that potential partner to come into their life and then they get married and then boom, it's just ended. They, they no longer want to impress their partner. And that to me is just the most crazy thing. Like, why would you not want to impress this person that you're going to spend potentially the rest of your life with? Why would you want to become, you know, satisfied in your own life and comfortable, you know, and then potentially set up some type of tension between you and her? Because although physical looks is not everything, everybody that's in a relationship at some level is physically attracted to this other person. And most of that attraction happens at the very beginning stages. And that's what attracts you to this person to go up and talk to them. Um, right. But if you start changing, you start going down a different path. Um, then what does that say about who we are as individuals and how we view ourselves, the way we respect ourselves? Um, so I know I'm kind of ranting on here, but this is, this is, a you know, again, under the, under the scope of mental health in terms of relationships, let's fix ourselves. Let's start down the path of healing. And again, then we're going to uh, involve ourselves in relationships that are going to maximize our joy, our love and our gratitude for life. Anyhow, that's going to be it for episode number three of RAV with JLN, Raw, Authentic, and Vulnerable with Jacob Leslie Newton. Thank you for tuning in today. I love you all. Have a grateful day.